The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to the Women's Sanctuary, the podcast about tending the soul of women, sisterhood, and the rise of the sacred feminine. I'm your host, Arlia Hoffman. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Women's Sanctuary. I'm your host, Arlia Hoffman. I've missed you. I've been thinking about you, all of you a lot in the last couple of months. I knew that January was was a quiet month for me. It was a, a lot of something. <laughs> it was a lot. But I also knew I didn't want to come back before the Lunar New Year. That that's really what felt good. There's a lot good happening for me that has been brewing, you know, in my life for years. And it's welcome and I celebrate it. But, you know, what is the saying? A different life will demand a different version of you. So that's part of what I've been doing is, you know, is refining who I am and how I operate, how I function in this new version of life. Part of that is something some of y'all may, may be familiar with, but I have started a new company called The Women's Agency, which is a full-service podcast production and coaching agency, and I am thrilled. It just makes my heart sing, and part of that reason is that I have integrated the pieces of me. There, you know, the 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 part of me you hear most here is the coach, someone who connects with women and teaches and shares wisdom. And that part of me is a huge aspect of myself. This other part is the, is the, is the work I've been doing in the last three years with producing podcasts for myself and for other people. And in that time, I've produced hundreds of podcasts with hundreds of guests, you know, a lot of them virtually, many of them in person. And it's, I've really enjoyed it. It's a, I have some, I've developed some deep technical capacities and I enjoy doing that. And so a few months ago, I was feeling this split within myself, this sense of frustration that how come the two parts of me are not integrated? Like I have, I have a very deep spiritual 
leadership side, and then I have this tech-savvy business side. And the frustration is, why, why aren't they compatible? Why do I feel bifurcated in my life? And the thought arose, what if they're not? What if they're not separated? What if they're combined? And I feel like that was my higher self taking the blinders off my eyes and saying, you know, the parts of you are not incompatible. It's all you. And what can you do to be all of yourself in any moment in your life, in your work moving forward? How do you inhabit all of who you are and celebrate that? I I know if some of you have a day job, you may feel like there are certain parts of you you can't bring to the day job. If you are in the healing arts or the spiritual industry, I'll I'll call it, maybe there are pieces of you that don't belong there or they don't feel like they belong there. And I, I offer this to you to get curious. How do you bring your full self to work? In, in the new season coming up, and here we, here we are, season three of the Women's Sanctuary, you'll hear a conversation soon between me and Jacqueline Robinson and a returning guest about what does it mean to bring all of who we are in this new era back into the world. Because we, it is clear to me, we don't live a segregated life so in, in, within us, so why should it be segregated in our daily life? Who says you can't bring your full spiritual self to work or your full business acumen to spiritual work? Like whatever, however that looks for you, I invite you to get curious about it. I know in the business world, there's a lot of talk about now about addressing people's mental health in the workplace and making it safe and building trust so that people can be themselves and just own, you know, who they are and what their needs are in their lives. That's where I am in my business. So when I came to this realization that I could be all of myself and offer that to the world, (laughs) such a simple concept, but for some of us revolutionary because we have mental constructs that we've been blind to, right? Our lenses that we haven't seen, that keep us small, that keep us trapped in a belief system that doesn't own and celebrate all of who we are. So for me, that was it. That was this moment of, oh, I can bring all of myself and all of my gifts to serve women in the world in a way that is uniquely mine and makes me feel like I'm I'm able to be my whole self, my full self. I think that's been Somebody asked me recently about the highlight of 2022, and that's it. That's what I'm most proud of. Life just handed it to me, right, in my in my thoughts to help break that paradigm within me. So I'm I am just I am beyond thrilled because it completely aligns with who I am. My vision is that, and what's happening is I have women who have much to offer the world, many gifts and service, 
and a voice and a desire to use that voice. And they're my clients and my, my work, my calling is to really first and foremost, give them the encouragement, the love and support and the validation of what they're bringing and then support them emotionally, but support them with all the technology and all the services they require to make that happen. There are so many gifted women in the world and those gifts I feel are now being called of all of us to use them in the world. We are no longer isolated in a monastery, in a temple, in a healing center. Those are all so vital and necessary for us to have. And we are those. We are the temple. We are the sanctuary. We are the monastery. We are the church. We are sacred and we are sacred vessels. And we walk through the world every single day. We go to the grocery store. We we take our dogs for a walk. We pick up our children from daycare. We struggle we struggle with managing our families activities. We have to think about how to feed ourselves. Your daily life consists of you take you with you and you take your gifts with you. And I feel like that's where we're being called now is to take all of who we are into the world. And for me, it has, I can't even quantify, has deepened my joy and my motivation to say, I'm here to serve you as a women who are ready for and developing a podcast or have an existing podcast they want help with. I'm here to serve you with all the technical needs that you have and meet those so that you can focus on delivering your message. And I'm here as a fellow woman with all the gifts and support I can offer you of encouragement and love and wisdom and a cheerleader and a mirror, a reflection of you have gifts to give and you have everything you need to do that, to give your gifts out in the world. So I didn't mean to turn this into a commercial, but I am so turned on by this merging of all my gifts into this is who I am. This is what I'm here to do and I'm going to do it. I don't feel like anything I've done before now is off center. It all feeds into and supports what I'm doing now. And I'm thrilled that (laughs) I've come to this point in life where it feels so natural and so aligned for me that it creates joy. So that's what I've been up to in the last, I'd say, four or five months is is creating and dreaming into being this business called the Women's Agency. I'll give you a little bit more background on the Women's Agency, but I want to get to more esoteric things. So the Women's Agency, you know, is kind of built on the name the Women's Sanctuary. And for me, agency is a, is a powerful word. 
it is in its traditional definition, an organization, a business that makes things happen, that creates outcomes, that executes a plan and a vision, and it's a group of people. So for now, it's just me, but we're working on that. There will be, a, there will be other people as part of the agency. And then the deeper meaning of agency is one's capacity, one's own capacity to make things happen, one's own power, your power to create your life and shape your own reality is your agency. It's your power, it's your sovereignty, it's your, your capacity, however you want to look at it, you have agency. I have agency. We all do. And our ability to inhabit and tap into that is a function of our awareness. But we all have it. And we tap into it to varying degrees among people and within ourselves stages in life. I want to remind women of their agency and tell them they are not alone. They have support. They have the women's agency supporting them, uplifting them, and helping them spread their message in the world. I think that's one of the biggest gifts from the Women's Sanctuary over the last couple of years is this, is the gift to me of amplifying women's voices in the world, you know, of bringing to you all of these incredible women doing incredible work in the world and being human, showing their human side and their journey to how they got to what they're doing now. It's been a blessing for me. And that was the surprise gift for me. And I hope it's been a blessing for you. So moving forward, the Women's Sanctuary will continue and that the mission of this podcast is shifting just a bit, but not much. I'll still be bringing you interviews with powerful women, women of agency, helping shape our new world. And there will be, I'm sure, a new podcast coming called The Women's Agency. And the vision of that is still shaping. It will be, you know, the the clients of the women's agency, women sharing their powerful stories. It might be some business topics. We'll see. That is still evolving and I'm not going to rush it. But I will say I've got a long list of powerful women to interview, both for this podcast and the women's agency. And then there might be a third podcast, but I'm afraid to even say that because, well, there are 24 hours in, in my day, just like yours. And we'll see how how the universe unfolds that. So I'm just going to leave that in the hands of the universe. Put it on the universe's to-do list. Okay, where are we now? We've come through the Lunar New Year. All the planets are moving forward astrologically. And probably for you, life has accelerated. Things are moving. Things are happening. I've struggled a bit with knowing exactly 
what's being left behind and what I'm creating. Know what I'm creating, right? Just told you all of that. But I've struggled a bit with how do I let go and what am I letting go of? And what would serve me to let go of that I'm not seeing? I don't know about you, but I get a little frustrated. <laughs> I read I read about what's happening, happening astrologically. And I, I use the astrology because it's a really good tool for self-awareness. And it helps me identify what's happening and put it in the context that helps me work with it. You know, my favorite astrologer, Lorna Bevins, Hair in the Moon, she talks a lot about what's leaving, let it go, what's, what's what you're wanting to eliminate and what you want to create. And then in February 5D report, she has this sentence. You are now in a moment where you get to review, rethink, and recreate just about anything you want. And I'm like, this again? This again? <laughs> We just got through with Mercury retrograde, rethinking. And so I'm, you know, taking that down a notch and allowing that to be. We are in such a critical time of change that this work is so important. It's so important that we stay aware and keep our finger on the pulse of what's happening, not just in the world, but within us. So, you know, I come back to that suggestion of hers to notice what's leaving and really attend to what I want to create. So I offer that to you. What I want to share today is the power of creation. And I invite you to look at it with fresh eyes. For me, fresh eyes would be the eyes of a five-year-old. My five-year-old grandson dreams up the most amazing things with his toys, with his Legos, with his blocks, with his crayons. His imagination runs free. And we celebrate that in children. However, you are able to bring yourself to that childlike wonder and curiosity. That's a really valuable tool right now to dream about what's possible for you. And just like a five-year-old, do not limit yourself. I just went through this process a couple of days ago with a, an organizational board. And they really rose to the challenge of, you know, if we can dream up anything, what's possible? And then from there, we, we leave the inner critic out of the room. <laughs> we dream. And then we decide what rises to the top as what's desired, what's achievable, what's impactful. With any creative endeavor, it does start with that dreaming. And I just want to send you just this big ball of love towards you at this moment saying, dreaming of what is possible is so powerful for your life. And doing it anew 
frequently. And now is a great time to do it. We've just passed the super full moon and we're heading towards the super new moon on the 20th, I believe. And so that that is an opportunity to allow the universe to support what you're dreaming of creating. We are all needed. We are all powerful. You are needed. You are powerful. You have agency. And whatever it is that calls you is important. I will offer the other suggestion of how do you integrate all the pieces of yourself, no matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter what it looks like. This is not what my life looked like four years ago. We've all been through it in the last three years. The opportunity and the invitation is to use all that we've learned, the wisdom we've gained to serve our soul and to know that as we honor our soul's calling, it serves the world. I know a woman who has been been doing a lot of spiritual work and leadership and is working a day job. And she takes her full self out there into the world and blesses people and serves people just by being who she is. And many of us do that, but there has been that old paradigm of judgment around that, around not making your spiritual calling your career. That thinking is gone. It served its purpose at a time, but it is now no longer useful. And you can give yourself permission to let that go. <laughs> Even if that's not how you've lived, you, you might have absorbed some self-judgment or judged others for that. And I'll just say, please allow that to slip away and know that however you choose to be in the world is perfect because that's what you're choosing. Who are you choosing to be? Allow that to be perfect in and of itself. And if you're being nudged and called in different ways, in new directions, listen and believe that it's possible that you and the universe can create it together. The courage and power required to do this, to take your whole self out into the world, be unapologetically you, is not easy. I recognize that. It takes a leap of faith. It takes trust to believe that what we desire deep down is possible and that we can we can manifest it and that we could be supported in the process and that life itself wants us to have that which makes us happy, that which gives us purpose. That is no small thing. Part of the toxic messaging out there is that it's easy. All you have to do is just go do it. You just go do it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not easy for everyone. And many of us have our battle scars from trying that or from the culture. So I'll just say this is your opportunity to, in whatever little way, small and big ways, 
to begin holding space, just imagining, and not, as the phrase is called, don't push the river. You don't have to force anything. The more you th- think about it and hold it in your energy, it, it will begin to shift. And the last thing I really want to share is self-care. What's required of us right now and required of us when we live this way in the world is impeccable self-care. And what does that mean? Well, I mean, I hope you know what that means for yourself. For me, the the introvert, <laughs> it requires some solitude, meditation, journaling, my morning tea, <laughs> and this this nugget of wisdom I, I gained this morning as I was journaling. I don't put my own needs first. I think I do, but I don't because I don't feel like I have permission to put my needs first until everybody else's needs are met. So the thinking I uncovered was if I meet all of their needs first, then they will give me permission, tacit permission, to go take care of my own needs because if I put my needs first, they will get resentful, they will complain, they will whatever, they will come and demand my attention. And some of that may be true, but here's the thing. I'm not giving myself permission. I'm waiting for others' permission. And that's not loving self-regard. That's not loving myself enough to honor what it is I'm being called to do, which is why I'm sitting here with you today. <laughs> it's, you know, part of the part of the to-do list that doesn't get done are the things that get pushed off because others' needs are more important. I mean, there is this really delicate balance of serving others and taking care of ourselves. You cannot give from an empty cup. I know so many people who have a very service-oriented perspective. That's their DNA. That's what they're here to do. And I'm telling you, you cannot give from an empty cup. So however that looks to restore your energy, your vitality, your connection to source, that's absolutely required. And for me, what that looks like is my journaling, my meditation, but also my personal work coming to this microphone to be with you. That restores me. That's important. And it's a priority. Your priorities will not look like anyone else's. Maybe similar. But that's the other piece. I encourage you to not compare yourself and your priorities to others, but really take the time to sit with what's important to you, what comes first, so that then you give from a full heart, a strong body, a clear mind. There's so much more I could share about this. I could talk about being grounded and being present in the body and what it takes to do that, and how everything we're doing now is in the physical. 
because we are working, we are integrating. We are living the integrated life. We're living an integrated life within ourselves and with a collective. And that's where all of this is going. (laughs) Integration. And that might not sound new. You know, we started with that three years ago when suddenly we were forced into living and being concerned about our physical needs and the people we live with and the physical life and protecting and nourishing that. And the process is ongoing. So how does it look now? How does it look now to inhabit your life, attend to your life with your presence, acknowledge all of who you are, all your gifts, and then living in the world with all those gifts and giving yourself permission to say, how can I live fully me, all of me in this life? That's the energy we're in now. We are here. We were made for these times and we have everything we require to do this. You do. You have everything you need. When you think about our small self on this planet, situated in the eternal, expansive universe, it might make it easier to see how our resources are vast. So one way to do this might be to to say, if my resources were unlimited and the universe had everything I required to do and be who I wish to be, who I long to be in this life, how would that look? It is so worth the time to meditate on that and to dream because we have not lived in a more creative, powerful age. Okay, one more thought before we go. I will just tie all this back to the Aquarian age. This is the energy. It is that hand-in-hand energy of being uniquely ourselves, recognizing our individual gifts and desires and needs, and then bringing all of that into the world, into the community, and, and partnering with others to create new worlds using all the gifts we, we are personally bringing. I hope you can feel and, and see that. That energy is what's alive and it's who we are now. I pray that that has meaning for you and offers you something that will help you moving forward. I sense that the collective may be now understanding that we're not going backwards. We can't go back to 2019 or 2015 or whatever was back there that we thought was just right or perfect. It's not there anymore. It's gone. It's a vapor. Here we are now with each other and we made it here. So how can we honor our presence, our endurance? and move forward and create a life that we all want to have. How do we want to live? How do we want to live with each other? How do we want to thrive? That's the creative opportunity. The incredible gift we've been given to dream, create, 
manifest together. I'm sending you so much love. I am thrilled to be here with you in this way. I have some amazing interviews coming, and I can't wait to share them with you. I also will be sharing how the Women's Sanctuary is evolving forward in this new reality. It's going to be beautiful. And I would love to have you with me for this journey. I would love to hear about what's up for you, your feedback, maybe how this episode impacts you, lands with you, informs you. I would love to hear that. You can email me at arlia at thewomensanctuary.com and let me know how you are. How are you here in mid-February 2023? You can find other episodes of The Women's Sanctuary at thewomensanctuary.com or wherever you find your podcasts. This series is devoted to honoring and magnifying the work of women in the world and their stories and their lives. Thank you for being here with me. I'm Arlia Hoffman. And I'll see you again next time on The Women's Sanctuary. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.